Hello and welcome to Coast to Coast, you in the AM. My name is Gavril and here is your hourly weather update. Brought to you by Several Dachshunds in a Playpen. Several Dachshunds in a Playpen, your trusted source for legal and financial advice. Several Dachshunds in a Playpen. We're not actually dogs. My wife just made me let the kids name the firm. In the forecast ahead, we've got a 50% chance of D4 launching on time later on, though that system is churning very quickly, and we will keep you up to date as it develops. We had a flurry of activity in the last few days as new fronts are popping up rapidly, including the creatively named Hades 2, You're a Girl This Time, Death Stranding 2, Norman Reedus and Hideo Kojima are apparently friends, which is kind of weird, but alright. At Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, I don't really care what the game is named as long as I get to troll people with flamethrowers and heavy quad legs. More updates on these and other developing stories after the break. Break's over. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> solid, Gab, solid. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I liked several dachshunds in a, in a play then. Yes, I was it's trying just... so hard not to <laughs> fucking laugh over you. <laughs> they are your trusted source of legal and financial advice. <laughs> just having the kids name the firm though that was that's what got me yeah i was like we're not actually dogs we just have the kids name the firm. <laughs> uh, we also got hades 2 you're a girl this time and death stranding like 2 too. <laughs> hideo kojima and norman reedus are friends who fucking you're knows a girl this time <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> hello and welcome to episode 181 of the Coast to Coast Expanding Universe podcast show. My name, of course, is Gavril, as you well damn know. These are my wonderful friends and co-hosts, Kevin. Hello. And Neff. Hey. Uh, we are coming to you live. Or, well, if you listen to this show live on twitch.tv slash ctceu, it's live on Saturday, the 17th of December. 2022 um otherwise you're going to be listening to this through some sort of podcasting app or some sort of audio device and hello from the past mm -hmm. hello future um yeah it's uh it's been a couple of it's been a, it's been a little bit um how is everybody doing today kevin um making it through it's almost time for christmas break and Woohoo. Um, as you all know, we usually do take at least one to two weeks off uh, of shows uh, towards the end of the year. We traditionally don't try to record uh, either around Christmas or New Year's with how that's falling this year. Um, Christmas is our would be our next show. Uh, roughly, New, give or New take. Year's is our next show. New Year's would be the next show. Um, so we're going to definitely be taking the next show off. Maybe taking the 14th of January off just to give everybody a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I usually get a little antsy after I haven't recorded for a week. 
after I haven't done a uh, recording week, but we'll see how it goes. Um, so we'll definitely won't be back around until at the earliest, the 14th of January. So this is our last show of the year. Um, glad, glad to be getting it done. I'm glad I've got the two of you here with me today. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump into our last couple of weeks. Um, Kevin, what have you been up to the last few weeks, sir? LB started a Valheim server and we're playing Valheim and mm -hmm. my fiance played with us, which was cool. Yep. That was, it was interesting. Very yeah, it was very nice one to get her in there. Us, one of us. We're, we're like already past iron after like one week. So since you yeah, looked at me, we've made a lot of progress on Valheim already. Um, <clears throat> I've been having fun just getting back to cutting down trees, mining rocks, terraforming the land, hunting the meadows, because no one wants to go back to the meadows after we get past the meadows. And then we mm -hmm. never have poor meat. Um, Gav I am a fighty me, boy. Gav helped me pen some boars. We now have three boars, Gav, in our pen. Ooh. So now they can Fancy. have sex with one another and make more boars. Okay. <laughs> and breed. They can, uh, which, I'm, and then I'm we can kill I'm their concerned offspring. Concerned about the things that Kevin's getting excited about. <laughs> I may not like don't worry don't worry <laughs> don't worry we're gonna be breeding wolves too oh god nice and then that'll take a little bit longer killing them for meat so yeah i haven't seen any wolves where are they at they're in the mountains, mountains don't worry i'm already killing them okay yes gabriel's like the trailblazer two steps ahead I, I liked I like to have fresh things. I don't build well, so I just go and kill things as best I can. Well, also, uh, building is kind of LB's thing. And no, he, I could. And he usually has a plan. Not only is it LB's thing this time, but we also have a hot dog who's building a dock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that was being that was being discussed when I was on the other day about. Yep, he's oh, already. He's made quite a bit of progress on that. Yeah, you should. Did see. you guys do like you're talking about digging out that bay a little bit, and then uh, we haven't dug out any of that yet. I don't know exactly how much he wants to dig out at this point. He wants to leave things as natural as possible. So okay. that's uh, trying to figure that one out personally. Where we're going with that? Um, but yeah, what else, Kevin? So that's it. Oh, um. I also figured out how to join the OpenAI Dolly beta that's going on, which is an AI generation tool where you can like type in some words and then it makes a picture based on other things that it's learned from looking at the internet. And there's been a few times that I've put something in and just completely laughed my ass off at what it comes back with. Um, my two favorites were. One, I put in uh, DJ Dumpling, and it, like, created a character that had, like, it, it was basically just a fat Asian guy, like, on a DJ deck. And I'm just like, why did it come up with this? Wow, racist. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is it? But it was hilarious. And then, so, um, what? 
I was gonna say that's something I, uh, uh, we can definitely talk about that kind of stuff a little bit later because that okay. is a whole sort of fraught kind of world that exists. Uh, but you were saying with it, it would, yeah. Um, and then the other one was I put in hot dog building a dock, and because I'm, I've been like putting in things from Valheim into the AI generator to like generate pictures of what we're doing, and it literally had a small like dachshund dog with like a for some reason an artist beret in front of like a stone archway that (laughs) that it looks like the dog created and i just laughed for like a straight five minutes okay that one needs to be added to the picture list that you have going on the discord it's it's in there go look at it it's it's in valheim right now it's in it's in the server it's but it's but I'm like, why did the AI think the dog needed a beret? I just <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> so anyway, if you haven't oh my played God, this, that's adorable. <laughs> I know. So um yeah, it's free to try and they give you a certain number of generations per month because it takes you know, I'm assuming a lot of processing power to even generate a single photo. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I did that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a blast if you haven't tried it yet, but it can create some really weird and freaky things. The I was looking into the rights of it too, Gav, and like you end up having the rights to what it generates. It's just unless it's so, something extremely generic. Yeah, well, the problem is, is it's kind of fraught because most of those things are most of those AI image generation softwares are taught using data scrapers. Yeah. And that opens up a whole sort of like can of worms that the art world is kind of and artistic people in the art world are kind of going a little bit not nuts. That's a little it's a little dismissive of their concerns because their concerns are valid. So you've got these. GPT and stable diffusions and things like that that are taught on these massive data scrapes of just images from across the internet. And it doesn't care who owns what copyright and whose style it's using. Yeah. That's it just true. uses it and it teaches the algorithm. And so you start getting into this sort of very fraught area of, okay, well, it's not actually a person and it's not exercising its creativity. So you can't just say it's, you know, mimicking my style because it's not, there's no creative soul attached to it. There's no, there's no creative design principle. It is just mechanically reproducing other artistic styles and meshing them together until it creates something that is workable for the prompt given there's a whole sort of fraught sort of world of uh you know copyright infringement and uh intellectual property and like oh you're using my style i didn't i didn't uh i didn't uh agree to have my art used to train a program that could replace me someday in the future you know yeah um and yeah like i was able to create like a funko of jesus right mm-hmm. And it just gave me a Funko of Jesus. But yeah. like, I don't, I don't think that I would own that. Or I don't think Funko would be happy that you could just randomly generate Funko characters. Yep. It's, 
well, and the thing is, is that the larger corporate entities have a whole thing. Like, so you've got this problem of what you're talking about right now. You specifically mentioned a Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. That is a physical good. So having an image of it isn't going to really detract from the physical good. But you have a lot of artists that work exclusively in the digital medium nowadays. Mm-hmm. All they do is digital media. So if an AI is trained on your art style, it could pump out art faster than you ever could. Right. And whatever people wanted. So does that diminish your work when an AI can perfectly emulate your style of art and pump out whatever artwork people want in seconds? Does that diminish your ability to earn money? Does that diminish your ability to work and have a name or a career of your own. That's the kind of questions that this sort of thing is bringing is, is starting to bring to the forefront. And it's, it's a little scary for some people because there are, there are folks that make their entire Mm -hmm. livelihood off of doing art on the internet. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think there's a, not only that, but I'm sure it's going to replace, you know, other thing like ai is going to replace other things as well i think it's it's i think more about the problem of like what happened when factories were created you know and people are like oh we're going to lose our jobs to machines and it's like yeah and people are going to lose their job to ais now too because they'll be able to do things like that but yeah i i know what you're saying and yeah you could people spend tons of money on artwork right now to get something that's like really unique and special and if you can just like type in what you're looking for into an ai and it generates it for you like you could print that out and you know post it on your wall just the same so yeah it's definitely a problem but right now it's funny (laughs) that's why i like it so anywho i can accept that um just as long as you don't pay attention to the hands and feet and yeah. faces and everything else. I I don't know why yeah, they're, it they're, fucks they're, up faces. They're slightly uncanny valley. Yeah. They're very uncanny valley. Neth, I sent you um on a text message the uh DJ Dumpling and Jesus, the Jesus pop. If you want to look at that. I did not cut it. <laughs> so Let's go ahead and continue on so we can get down to a little bit more of the discussions. Um, Neth, what have you been up to for the last couple of weeks? Um, and how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm a little mellow right now. <laughs> I had a painkiller this morning. Um, I, what have I been Do you doing want me to cut that part time? out? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Zero fucks given, Kevin. All right. I took a painkiller this morning. There I'm in the clouds. Fun. I don't care. <laughs> I'm no so high right it. now, guys. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't okay, care. Okay, Tally. Uh, um, wait, what was the question? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Oh, what Kevin, was I doing? What moving was I doing? on. That was the question. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing um, for the last couple of weeks? Uh, playing DMZ with you. Mm-hmm. And really fucking enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
playing Valheim, like Kevin said. And I don't know what the difference is between last time and this time. I don't know if it's because I started with you guys when the server was new. As opposed to last time I came in when you guys, like, had basically everything was, like, already done and everything. Pretty close, yeah. I'm having, I'm having fun this time. Oh. I don't know what it is, but I'm enjoying it. We've been making sure to... We haven't gone off to the next boss yet or uh, continued yeah, on like, and just kind of stockpiling yeah, kind of, things. Yeah, because we're kind of like, you know, like, it's like, okay, when we're going to do the next one, when can everybody get online? Like, mm. we're, you know, like, people aren't rushing through and, and stuff like that. So, I... I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm having more fun this time, is, is the point. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, I've been playing that new game on um, Game Pass. It's from creator, co-creator of Rick and Morty. Oh, um, High on Life. Just oh, yes. He is the creator. He's the original creator. He is the yeah. man who okay. developed the concept. So your gun is Morty is literally like it's the voice of fucking morty and i have been laughing my ass off at this game it is zero percent children appropriate so like if if you're listening you're like oh, i'm gonna check this out do not play it in front of your kids it is <laughs> very very much adult humor um but oh my god if like if you like these kinds of games at all, fucking check it out because it's so funny. Um, so right now, because I'm still like fairly early into it, I've only played it a little bit so far. Um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away what the storyline is, but like I basically have like my two starter weapons. One's the gun, and then there's this knife, and both your weapons talk to you. Okay. Knife is a fucking psychopath and is constantly like, oh, stabbing that person's belly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so fucking random and so fucking funny. Um, like everybody fucking back talks you. It's like seriously, seriously, like one of the funniest things I've played in a long time. Um, I can't remember what I was doing, but I at one point like I was getting back talked by the people that I was shooting at so badly that I actually like was laughing so hard I could no longer shoot because of the shit that <laughs> they were saying. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna take the death because I just can't. <laughs> um what else did I play? there was something else that I played recently and I finished it and I don't remember what the fuck it was. Um it was another new one that was on Game Pass, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And I finished it really quickly, but it was fun. Um, and I don't remember what the title is, and it'll come to me in an hour, and I'll tell you guys then. Um, I think that's it. I want to try Tarkov, and I know the wipe just happened, so if we're going to do it, don't know, should we do it soon, LB question mark? Should we wait a little bit, LB question mark? Because um, I did, I did LB, agree to try. LB did mention that... Um... In the very beginning, it is, and this is the non-LB, non-scientific term, very sweaty at the start. Ah, okay. At the start of a wipe. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I am willing to sink the $45 into it and, and try it. I, I agreed that I would try it. So, um, just tell me when... I need to drop the money and, and try it. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, it's just, it's, I've 
super busy at work right now, so a lot of a lot of work stuff going on. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, Beacon Pines. That was the name of it. Okay. What is no idea? Yeah, what is that? Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It like you're kind of playing through like a storybook so you you play as main character of the story and as you get to point as you get to certain points where the the story would branch based on like so as you're going through the story and you're exploring things you find like word options so like when it gets to a point where the story could branch it's based on what words you fill in a blank with. And so if you only have one option, you can only go that way until you find another option for that point in the story. So you like, sometimes you'll come to a dead end and like the story ends and, and then the narrator of the story is like, oh, that's not how we wanted the story to end. So it's like, okay, go back and find where you want to try a different branch. And you have to go back and see where you have other words that you can put in. It was a cute, it was a cute game. Like it did, it wasn't super long or anything like that, but it was, it, you know, free on Game Pass, so it was mm. it was fun to worth jumping into and giving it a yeah, shot and seeing how you like it. Yeah, it was you know like it was like oh it's free I'll try it out and you know like like I said it wasn't super super long it was de- like not difficult by any means, um but it was it was cute and the storyline was enjoyable and stuff like that it had some humor to it so it was like yeah okay you know not bad, um I, I definitely if. I had actually put money into it I probably would have been pissed off because it it was fairly short <clears throat> so you know like if I had sunk like bucks into it I would have been kind of pissed off that dropping that much money but mm-hmm. and there's no repeat like there's no replayability to it right like it's like once you're, done, you're, you're done. in you're in and you're yeah. done yeah yeah so it was like I you know like free on game pass cool enjoyed it no problem pay money for it would have been pissed like just because yeah. you know while it was enjoyable and it was fun it was short and there's zero replayability so <laughs> it would kind of be a piss off if you dumped money into it mm-hmm. um yeah that i think that covers everything i i don't know maybe christmas shopping yeah, they... i did some christmas shopping the... Now, if there was a game like that that I played called Twelve Minutes, that was like kind of yeah, like the same. We, um, Chris and I were talking about that last year. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, um, kind of yes, like in that, like, like yeah, kind of the same thing with with the Twelve Minutes, where like you had to figure out like the order to do things. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of no. In that twelve minutes was a lot more like you had to make the choices like on the fly. This is like you make one choice and then you play through the rest of the storyline until you hit to a dead end. Okay. And then you go and you can pick what branch you want to go back to. So you don't always you don't have to go back to the very beginning. You can pick like, uh. oh, I want to go from this branch and see where it goes. Like you. You can start in different spots, and it just picks up from that point, and you put in a different word. Nice. But kind of, kind of similar if 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 that's your frame, if that's yeah. your if that's your point of reference. Yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting space between a movie and a game because I feel like yeah, it's not replayable. It's not like 
Diablo or WoW where you're going to spend hour, hundreds of hours playing it. Yeah. But it's like once, but it's like a cool story that you play through and you're like, oh, I'm glad I experienced that. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, you know, but it, yeah, there's no replayability to it whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. nice. I mean, that happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's room for that. There's a space oh. for that. I think, I think people would enjoy games like that, especially people who may, might not be into games as much. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not knocking it. Like, I, I had fun with it. I'm just saying, like, for, like, I don't know how much it's selling for. Um, one sec. Oh, if you bought it instead of Game Pass. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking, like, what would I pay for something like that? Something that I know is not going to be super repayable. I think, like, 20 bucks might be a good price. Maybe, you know. 15 to 20 bucks kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and that's what it is. It's going for 20, um, 20 US okay. on the Xbox store. So, yeah, kind of reasonable, but, you know, like. I mean, I I think that I'm glad that Game Pass exists right now to help give more space to some of these smaller, more indie developers that are making these sort of oddball little games, you know, where they Mm. get a guaranteed payout for going onto the platform. I don't mind that. As long as it does branch out and become, you know, a multi-platform thing. Because I will always argue about, you know, exclusivity and things like that. Well, a lot of the stuff that's on Game Pass isn't exclusively on Xbox. Yes. Well, and uh, they're doing they're they're doing good. They they're good about allowing things to release on Steam. What was the name of the same game again? You said Beacon Pines. Beacon Pines. They're good about kind of, they're they're very good about getting things on Steam also. Epic is, you know, they don't they don't prevent things from going into Epic. Yeah, Beacon Pines is available on Steam for fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. Um Yeah. It's to yeah. me, it's like kind of like an escape room too, right? It's like something like a little puzzle that you figure out and once you figure it out, you're kind of done. Oh, okay. I, I'm. You reminded me of something. I'm gonna have to show you guys something, but I can't say it on the podcast in case Spawn listens because it's a Christmas thing. So, okay, I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys something. You just you reminded me. He goes of back during the holidays and like listens extra closely to see if you drop presents. I mean, you do realize that this is my child, yeah. <laughs> so I would probably. do something like that if I were your kid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fair. I, but I was my, also my pre- one of those my, ass. Yeah. Go ahead. My presents used to come wrapped in duct tape because I got so good at unwrapping gifts that you couldn't tell that I had unwrapped them. <laughs> you were that bastard. Okay. Yep. No, it, we would spend like, you know, hours after school before my parents get home and like just hunt the house for presents and then. You know, my dad would have to hide them like in the rafters above our garage so that we didn't find them. <laughs> my I mother was very good at that as well, too. Uh, fi- figuring out them. the hiding spots. Mm-hmm. Still would have found them. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, my father used to have to nail the attic shut <laughs> when I was a kid because that's where they would be hiding stuff. 
I what, love it. What my father didn't know is that there was attic access in one of the hall closets as well. That <laughs> I would form the bait. I, well, I would, uh, I would, my twin brother would form the base and I would climb up on him on his shoulders and then I would climb up and use the coat rack in there to pull myself up to the top shelf to pop the plywood plank off of the top of the closet to get into the attic. Wow. That's awesome. It's like a heist. Basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, not not a unique thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad everybody's been having a good couple of weeks. Um, I myself, I've just been playing Valheim and Rogue Legacy 2 and um, DMZ. Dwarf Fortress and DMZ. Dwarf Fortress is the big one I've been playing. Um, I have mentioned before that that was a day one, minute one purchase. It was actually minute nine purchase for me, but um, you know, <gasps> I know. Shameful. Oh my God. Good for you for Shameful. not pre-ordering. I would have pre-ordered if they had made pre-orders available. I was going to say pre-order <laughs> wasn't an option. <laughs> yep. I would have pre-ordered if pre-orders had been available. Um, I have loved Dwarf Fortress for well over a decade. I think the game's almost been out for, it's been out for over 15 years, I think, at this point. I think they started development in like 2006. Um, but the Adams Brothers, I support them. I have supported them through uh, way back in the day, PayPal donations and things like that. Um, I'm glad the game has sold. The game sold 180,000 copies in the first 24 hours. Wow. Um, they're over a hundred. They're over 300,000 copies sold at this point. Um. Depending on what the split is, I mean, the the Adams Brothers, Tarn and Zach, probably made out with a couple mil. Minimum. Wow. And I hope strongly that the game continues to sell decently for them. Because they have the uniquely American problem. Um, the reason they partnered with Kit Fox to release the game with the updated graphical UI and through Steam as a paid premium product is because they needed healthcare. Wow. Yeah. So they that's the reason why they pushed to get this new version of Dwarf Fortress out uh, was because they wanted to make sure they had healthcare available. And currently, with how the game is selling, and if it continues to sell well, they'll be fine for the foreseeable future. Um, and I'm very glad of that, and I'm very happy, and I will tell anybody that likes simulation games or really nerdy, in-depth, uh, sort of emergent gameplay role-playing games, that this is a fantastic game to get into. Um, it is not for everybody. Not for everybody at all. But it is a very, very good game that I will always suggest to people. Yeah, I know it's on Spawn's wishlist. Yep. Uh, it's on Spawn's wish list. It's on Ville's wish list. Uh, Seth bought it immediately when it came out, just like I did. Mm. Seth and I have talked about Dwarf Fortress in the past before. It's uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say you you both have hyped it a lot in the past. So yeah. it doesn't it zero percent surprise that Seth minute one bought it either. Yep. Um, I know Ville's got it on his wish list too. I know Spawn has it on his wish list. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would always tell people to pull the trigger and buy the game. It's a good game, and you're supporting two really awesome 
uh, two really awesome guys and a very awesome studio who partnered with them and did the and did the uh, the next gen, so to speak, update for it. Um. Um. But yeah. Uh, that's pretty much been my time. Uh, for the last couple of weeks. Um, let's go ahead and jump straight down into the sort of the feedback stuff, and then uh, we'll we'll kind of chat away. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some countries listening to the sh- podcast from the U.S., South Africa, Canada, Norway, and Germany. Okay, South Africa, Canada, Canada. Nuri and Germany. Yep. <clears throat> Shall we get into the news? Um, yeah. Um, so as I said earlier, um, this is going to be our last show for the year and it may be the last show for the next month or so. Um, so I am going to tell you all this will be a meandering, long, Possibly, maybe not. Who fucking knows? Uh, but it's hey, not I'll going show. to. I don't want to talk down a list. I don't want to go. Okay, we're going to talk about the game awards, and we're just going to list every game in order. How about Based we? On, how about we bag all of that, and we just talk about what we had fun with and what we're looking forward to next year? Uh it's a hundred percent what I would like to talk about. All right, let's do that. Right, so okay. go go read news articles about the game awards if you want to know about the game awards. I'm sure some, some of really, it will come up because well, there were some really yeah. cool things that came out. Um, I personally, just the two things the, the the major two things that interest me out of it was we got the announcement of Hades two, the sequel from a studio that doesn't do sequels, yeah, and uh, Armored Core six, Fires of Rubicon, um. I am giddy. I can't wait. I, I absolutely cannot wait. I love Armored Core. That is my favorite franchise of all time. I'm very happy that we have a release date for Diablo 4. <laughs> Do you have one uh, thing or something that you really wanted to mention from Game Awards, Kevin? I'm looking <laughs> for the uh, survival game that was announced that um, I'm interested in. Okay. Well, you go ahead and think about that, um, and I'll start with the other stuff we got going on here. Um, so, yeah. Um, Neff, let's go ahead and just kind of talk. Did you... What what was the most fun you had with a game in 2022? Um, I mean... And it could be... If, if you, if you want to say high on life right now, that's fine. I, I mean, I've only been... Pl- I, I, I haven't been playing that long enough to say that it's, it's subjective. the most fun. <laughs> Yeah, but I I wouldn't say that it's the most fun. Am I enjoying it? Sure, it's funny as fuck, but I I still think probably the most fun I've had with anything in a while is still fucking Warzone. What did you guys do to me? And that was not even this year. That was last year. (laughs) I know, and I'm still like, fucking Warzone. You still want to be told Gremlin. DMZ, I fucking love DMZ. Mm-hmm. Like well, I, it's it's, it's much more objective based. It's it's objective based. That's it's, that's that's Neff. It's me, right? It's, so it's, it's like <laughs> I get I get to be all yay kill kill people, but also objective. It's, it's like objective. Took away, 
you took the two best things in the world, handed me a sniper rifle, and just made everything lovely. Well, and it's also PvPvE. Yeah. Like, I am, like, fucking hardcore loving DMZ. And, I mean, that was, and that was, again, like, when we were playing Hunt, I still think mm-hmm. Neff would have gotten along great in that game because it is PvPvE. It's small scale, large map, small scale. So there's only like 10 teams, I think, or 13 teams on the map. And it's objective based. So you have objectives that you're you're going towards uh, or you can go completely off the rails and go hunt other players if you wanted to. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Like DMZ, you don't have to go in and do the objectives. You can go mm-hmm. in and just be like, oh, "Well, in DMZ, just... you, the other players can be the objective." Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I'm just I, go hunt people. I think the other thing they did that is smart is they made like some special blueprints and drops so that like multiple teams are trying to get that. Like every time you go into the map, mm-hmm. the weapon caches. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Because then it's like, oh well, and, shit, and, I want to get and, my weapon this time. And and those drops carry over to the other the the other game modes. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So th- those special weapon drops carry over to the multiplayer and like straight warzone. So there's mm-hmm. there's advantage to getting them outside of just DMZ. It's so smart. It's it's so smart that they do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 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 having I'm still having a blast with it. And honestly, Gav, I have been having a stupid amount of fun doing DMZ specifically with you. Because I'm like, bad at game. No, you're not. I know, Neff. But we work, we work very well together. Like Because I'm absolutely feral and I love to rush into things and give you an opportunity to shoot things from afar. Yes. You're like, I'm going to go in. And I'm like, okay, I'm back here. Sniping the shit. I am. I Like, I don't. And that I know that was always frustrating because I so when I played hunt with LB and Kevin, I had a bad habit of rushing in, but I was also incredibly paranoid about not losing my stuff because it was the same is kind of the same deal. Um, There's another layer of. of, You know, potential loss in hunt because you have like operators, you have you have characters and. They level up, they gain skills, they gain abilities, things like that. You have a talent tree for them. Um, But if you die, you lose them. And you have to start all over again. Mm, Yeah. And so I was very paranoid about that. DMZ, I've kind of stopped giving a fuck. I just kind of go in and kind of hope for the best. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't well, always work out correctly. I mean, no, not always. And then there's a few times where it's like that, like that one with Nem the other week, where it was like we just went in, and then the other team was like, "Hey, NPCs? Are they NPCs? Are they just? I've never seen an oh NPC go straight to the vehicle. So, they, they're NPCs. So it's NPCs, guys. It's NPCs. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's NPCs." And then Nim like kills most of them. Oh my and... god, I was like dying inside because I was like trying to be so quiet because Prox chat, and because mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, they think they're if they think we're NPCs, I'm not saying anything to give that away. 
oh my yeah they were like they're like what is going on and then all of a sudden they were like oh my god not npcs this one has armor plates this one's got three plates this one's got three plates no it's still npcs it's npcs no it was it was funny it was so funny i i do literally have absolutely no concept of my own safety and i will just randomly throw myself into any dumb uh, dumb fight that i can you know no no concept of self-preservation you were dead before the fight even started yep because i got knocked out of a vehicle i got knocked off of a vehicle because he decided to drive straight head on at them and then i was dead right after you because i was like i was confused i was like how did gav die oh people (laughs) i got i got shot out of a window i was like oh my god how did gav die oh my god those are people shooting okay i'm dead (laughs) yep ah jesus christ um it was fun though (laughs) yes it was (laughs) um but yeah and i i'm glad you've been having fun with that i'm glad we were able to kind of like broaden your horizons and you just sort of ran with it because you what was it you would like playing like sniper elite or something like that before is one of those I, I started playing Sniper Elite after I played started playing Warzone. Because okay, I was like, ooh, I, I like sniping so much, I'm gonna try this other game too. <laughs> it was something else. You'd played some other sort of like shooty game at some point before, and we were just like, hey yeah, just come play this with us. I think. I don't know. I, I mean I played Overwatch, but other than that, not really, because most of them make me nauseous. Mm, like, it, fair. I still I still find it very, very interesting that like I don't nauseated by by the game at all because most mm-hmm. of them are like Ugh. i mean like god look at me in valheim the other night when we were on the boat <laughs> like, couldn't look like, at all i know i'm gonna just not look at the screen tell me when we're done <laughs> yep which is sad because ocean fishing is like very lucrative i mean if we could go out I, I think it was because there was a storm going on at the same like didn't we have a storm going on at the same time possibly and so it was like super waves. Like if it was like a bit more calm, I, I could probably be okay. But it was just like it was so up and down that I was like, yeah, nope, nope. I'm, I'm gonna not look at the screen. Tell me when we hit land. <laughs> like I'm out. Mama's done with this. I'm not looking anymore. <laughs> I was like, can't handle. <laughs> Do not want. No, I get it. I get it. Um. But I'm glad that you've been enjoying it. I'm glad that you've been having in, mm. having more opportunity to play games with us as a group, even though like all of us abandoned you on Warzone and you just continued on with like uh Nim and some of the other folks. Yep, Nim and Siggy and apparently Fusion's been playing, but I haven't I haven't seen I haven't seen games. Fusion in a while, personally. Mm-hmm. He chats in the he chats. In the up. in the wars, yeah, you chats on the Warzone channel, but I haven't actually yeah. seen him. Seen him. Oh, and it's like we also had Vil pop up recently and go like, "I'm gonna download this again," and some other stuff. And it's 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 wild because I mean I haven't seen Vil in a minute. I think I've seen Vil more frequently, more recently than you all have. I uh, every now and then I pop over to his Discord when mm-hmm. I see them over there, and I'll be like just coming over to say hello 
because you know i miss them yeah well so often he he's like neck deep in wow that i don't want to bother them while they're in their dungeon or doing whatever they're doing so because most of us have just kind of dropped all of us i believe except for chris have just dropped wow entirely at this point i mean i'm i'm planning on i'm i'm planning i'm still planning on picking it up it's just it's it's not a I need to have it the day it released thing for me right now. Like, zero oh. interest in it. The only reason I do is because it's dragons. I, I've I've wanted dragons for so long. You goddamn right. scaly. Oh uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I I do need to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I'm 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 very glad on that. Um now like do you have anything you're really looking forward to that's that game wise or anything like that? Halo 4. Halo what? Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Diablo yeah, 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 yeah. 4. You, um, you did play a shitload of Diablo 3 and Diablo 2. Oh, like I. Diablo 2 was. No, Diablo 1 was my first Blizzard game. I mean, not counting Lost Vikings because. Yeah. Mine was Warcraft. Um, I never played those because i don't like that kind of game rts's yeah yeah i get you so i i played ton of diablo one i played way way more diablo two and had like friends through a clan and stuff like that that when little warcraft came out my clan was going over to play that and i was like okay have fun i'll miss you guys and they were like, no, 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 come over, come over. You would really enjoy this. And they bugged me for like, really, I, I don't think I joined until I think the game was six months, six months at six months release when I started playing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I was the one that ended up like doing raiding. Like none of them were like into raiding and stuff like that. I was the one that ended up raiding and I was like, fuck, what did you all do? <laughs> And then, like, by the time two expansions were, I was the only one from the clan who was still playing. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, but I've I've wanted the dragon storyline for a long time. So, like, that for me, I will I will get it, play it because I want I've wanted that storyline for so long. So, but, um, there was another one that was announced at the that was one of the announcements at the game show awards. Um, one sec, let me see if I can find the name of it. Um, that I was like, oh, that looks really, really interesting. I I want to I want to try that. Um, well, while you are thinking on that, yeah, Kevin, my dude, mm-hmm. my dude. <clears throat> My dude, my bro. Um, so I think I have to give an honorable mention to the forest for this year. <laughs> um, of course you would. I I don't know if it's my most favorite. Oh, that, that's one one of the ones game. you guys played without me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we played it for a little while. We abandoned it, and then we were like, "Oh, we should go play that game again." And it was the worst decision we made all year. Yes, hands down. <laughs> Hands down. 100%. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you played it without me. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I it is an objective-based survival game, but we did not know it at the time. Oh. We 
we were trying to build a house. We spent hours and hours trying to build a house. And then we were like, monsters just keep spawning again and again and again. And it's, it wasn't worth building a house. Basically we started having more fun when we started exploring and just trying to complete the objective of the game, which I think how the game was designed to be played. Um, and it turns out that there is a very creepy storyline that you kind of uncover. And this is like Neth after we played the game for like 20 hours. Like we didn't even oh, is this, get is to this, this the part. one with the creepy screenshots that you guys were posting? Yes. Yeah. Almost definitely <laughs> yes. So that was fucking weird. Yeah, because let's see. Because like it turns into this immersive story about what happened before you got there. And there's a lot of crazy shit that went down and you're kind of piecing together the story. It's it's one of the coolest storytelling methods that I've seen in a game ever. I mean, that that piece of it was really cool. Like you're really kind of going through the level or when you get towards the end, you're kind of going through and you're kind of piecing the story together and you're like, oh, shit, this happened. And then you like read a piece of paper and then you see something that's happened like in life and it's almost like kind of you're a detective and you're kind of like figuring out what happened before you got crash landed on this island and it turns out just being extremely creepy and weird and there's some fucked up imagery and there's some it's just really not for the faint of heart uh we played for i at least played for 33.7 hours kevin yeah and we probably mainlined well we probably like stream or quickly went through the last eight well, it's hours. It's like we or got so lucky because we like walked, we like randomly found where we were supposed to go at the end of the game, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. we're just like, oh yeah, I guess we just go ahead and do this. I yeah. guess this is what we do now. Well, we you once we got the map, which I'm glad I looked that up because there is a map in it. You just start checking off like. The places you've been and then it kind of you kind of find out where you need to go like after you exhaust other all other options um mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah we just kind of like i've never uninstalled a game so quickly as soon as i've gotten done it <laughs> i'm just i'm just like okay we're done we'll not touch ever again <laughs> it's like should but the forest too. And... The forest is coming out, Kevin. I don't know about forest too. I'm just uh. um. <laughs> so <coughs> yeah, forest I think two, sons of the forest. This time, you're the kid. <laughs> that accurate. Um, I think probably the uh game that I played that um maybe I didn't like as much in the beginning and maybe you liked more as time went on was Icarus, which uh-huh. another survival game, which has just put in so much work over the last several months in terms of putting out updates. I mean, this company last year, they have done a weekly update every week for the last 54 weeks. It's wow. insane. The, the, I mean, just from a sheer production standpoint, that is hard to pull off. You know, and to do it well and to be that consistent and to well listen to and fans and put out shit that people are actually asking one. for. 
that's the big one is the listening to feedback and implementing the feedback they receive. There was a lot of stuff people complained about the fact that there's no <coughs> open world mode or that the open world mode was not like persistent. And so they were like, OK, that's something we'll work on. And they did almost not quite a year later from launch. They launched an open world mode that is a persistent open world that you can do missions and things. And LB is correct. There were a lot of like QOL quality of life and mission updates in those 54 weeks. But they did get out some major some major updates, major changes to the systems, uh, rebalancing to some of the tiers, um, adding new equipment, adding new gear, adding new mission types, uh, world bosses. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, the, they launched a separate map uh, that was as large as the original map with a whole new mission structure. And then they're working right now on the persistent open world and trying to get it to consistently uh, allow you to uh, do missions in that open world. <clears throat> so I, I definitely give them a lot of credit for what they've done there. They uh, they made uh, some very big uh, pushes on that. And I, I do respect it, even if it is Dean Hall. And Kevin's just fucked off and breaking the uh, fourth wall there for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, e even if it is, you know, Dean Hall and Rocketworks and X Daisy shit, you know, um, I think they did. I think they've done a lot of good work for it. Yeah. And I do. <clears throat> I do. I do enjoy playing the game. I will sometimes just play the game by myself. Just go in and just knock out a mission or go in and just do something and work on my work on my open world base things like that yeah i think like when we played early on and there were balancing issues and the game was hard it did remind me of like early world of warcraft or early everquest where it's like i know this is hard i know this is going to get changed but it's like you're still fighting through it anyway uh -huh. and you know you <laughs> there was no way to find caves. There was, you know, there there was a lot of QL things they've added over time. But, you know, in that in the beginning time, it was really like you felt like a sense of accomplishment when you were able to, to like tech up to the next tier and stuff. And mm -hmm. it, it, well, it's yeah. like I think I think you and LB also kind of had a minor disconnect because you kind of I think you were both kind of treating it like the forest. Where it's like, okay, this is a base building survival game. No, in the very beginning, it was an objective based get in, get out game. Yeah, I think it's moved more towards an open world, you know, base building kind of game. But uh, in the beginning, it was very much you get in, you do your objectives and then you get out. Um, and I think that was a bit of a disconnect. And I don't think that's what you either of you two was looking for. And it, me, yeah. I'm kind of a get in and get out kind of person. So it really did appeal to me on that in that uh, on that regard. Yeah, I think they didn't they had a way of how you should play the game in mind that some players didn't connect with, you know, and I think well, coming I don't from think other survival games, they wanted to play it in a certain way mm -hmm. or thought it was well, and then that it needed to be is in there like, that on them or is that on the players for not understanding what the game was 
I mean, when they got there's there was loose guidelines, I would say. I mean, like having a mission timer, having, you know, knowing that in the beginning the game was going to roll down when you weren't playing it. Like there was shit like that that was happening that um, gave you a sense of urgency and that you do have to get Uh in and get out. But like the other thing was, is like we didn't know how hard it was in the beginning. So it's like, yeah, we should tech up as far as we can, because we don't know if we're going to have to be fighting monsters that are going to be really tough and like have strong and then, armor and shit. And then you've got me just running around as naked as I possibly can with a bow and arrow shooting polar bears in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a choice. <laughs> hey, I, a good I, choice. <laughs> I was perfectly fine. I got through it. I'm <sighs> I am an aggressive, aggressive boy. I like to get out and I like to kill things. You like to fuck around and find it. Mm. Yes, I do. I 100% love to fuck around and find out. That is one of my favorite things on the planet. The the way that it is set up now where it is more of a persistent world, I think, would fit our gameplay or style better. So, you know, maybe once we get bored with Valheim, whenever that happens, we I, can jump back into it and convince LB. I, I, I think there's house. still a lot more room on Icarus before you and LB are happy. I, I'm just I'm just telling you that honestly as your friend. I think that there's a lot more. I think there's a lot more work that still needs to be done on the game before you, you, you're closer than LB, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more work that needs to be done on the game before LB would be happy with it. And I can just say that with honesty. Got it. I, I, mean, I don't want you all to like throw in and waste your time trying to get back into it and being like, eh, I'm not really into it right now. Well, but also, I think by the time we get done with Valheim, 4.2 is going to be over Zomboid skip for me kind of done. i never really got into it yeah i gave it a fair shake like lb was lb tried really hard to get me very interested in it and it's like conceptually it seems interesting but i'm a very again i'm an aggressive fighty boy i like to get out i like to roam i like to scout i like to recon things and that game is incredibly punishing if you try to push out and scout by yourself. Well, but I think to some extent, is that not based on the settings that LB puts on the server? So could we not have LB adjust the settings on the server so that it allows you to do more what you enjoy doing? But nah. the problem is, is that this, this is the problem that you always run into. It's like LB seems to really enjoy doing base building things. Albie likes mm. to create a a fortress. Yes, he that does. Is, that is aesthetically pleasing, and it does what he wants it to do, which is great. Kevin likes to craft. He like he he is very involved in the crafting system and things like that. I like to get out and fight. Those are three very different things that don't always harmoniously mesh together. Yeah. If given the choice, I will create. Um, given the choice, I will just make a shack, a a one by one box in the middle of a forest, and sleep there, <laughs> and do nothing but run around. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I do, and that's what I do in Icarus. I carry the materials to make a one by one shack, a fire, and a bedroll, so that I can sleep there. <laughs> And have a save point. Yeah. And that's, that's all funny. I do. He's a backpacker. <clears throat> I, I am an ultralighter. <laughs> I, I, I am an ultralighter. I, I, 
I, you know, I, I do, you know, Appalachia Trail, you know, Pacific Coast Highway, whatever. I don't know <laughs> what ultralighters. I don't know what ultralighters do. Just, just make sure if you do the Appalachian Trail, you follow the rules. <laughs> I, Albie's, Albie's saying he thought that I had fun with Zomboid. I did have some fun with Zomboid. I just hate the clunky ass gameplay of it all. I mean, it. The problem is, is that like you expect it being an isometric game, you expect it to look and feel and work like something like Diablo, where you can click and move and just. It's just not like that. So, it's just so clunky and like I, the animations and shit. It just doesn't feel good to play. I <laughs> actually really respected the gameplay choices they used with that because it does very much feel like uh, early Resident Evil games, which is affectionately known as, you know, tank style movement. You know, you have to stand in place to turn kind of stuff and mm-hmm. very deliberate actions. I 100% respected it. And I saw that as a aesthetic choice they made Mm -hmm. because that does heighten tension in a game that's all about tension yeah but i i like the tension being because of the situation and not because i can't figure out how to move my character the way that i want it to to get out of danger you know it's but I see what you're saying. I, I, I never mean, played fair. those Resident Evil games, so I don't have that same. I don't share uh, that same affection. And that's fair. That's totally fair. Like that was not something that you were into, so it's you don't have the frame of reference for why the movement is the way it is and how mm-hmm. the controls work and things like yeah. that. This is very much sort of like a Resident Evil, an early res style Resident Evil survival game. Is I used to scare the shit out of myself with those games. <laughs> of course you did, Neth. Of course you did. I would play them at two in the morning. (laughs) And by the time I was done a gaming session, every fucking light in my apartment would be on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But no, I would be willing to give Zomboid another crack. I'm I'm always willing to go back and give a game another shot. Um, Look, I mean, look at what I did with Destiny, you know? Except now that I've I've now dropped Destiny completely like a hot rock at this point. So, like I mean, I mean, there are certain games that I'm willing to go back and try again. Like like with Valheim, I was like, okay, I'll try it again because I'm I want to see if you know, like I I didn't enjoy it the first time because I was just so far fucking far behind everybody, or did I just not enjoy it because I just didn't enjoy it? And I'm having curve, more fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm having more fun because I'm more involved in what's going on. Whereas before it was just like you guys were so far ahead of me that it was just like, okay, did you do? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I, I think that Gab puts it well in terms of like the archetypes are builder, crafter, adventurer. And you kind of need to want to play one of those games when you jump in. Neth definitely is kind of like on that sort of like, I'm a scout. I'm going out. I'm going to shoot things. I want to shoot things because I'm a shooty, shooty girl. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also to, to an extent, I'm also a bit of like, I've, I've also got a bit of the gathering thing going on because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you're focused on, okay, what do you need? Like you're focused on building. Okay. What do you need for building? Like do you, what, what do you need us to go harvest? I can, cause I can go out and scout while I'm harvesting and be helpful. Like mm-hmm. I like, Helping other people do it makes them happy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I get you. I hundred percent get you. 
You can always farm meadows, by the way. From what? You can always go back to the meadows and farm boar meat and farm oh. raspberries and shit that that's, like no one ever not... goes back and does. But but that's kind of the problem is that that's not what Neth wants to do. Neth wants to get out and be slightly challenged. Yeah, or like go exploring for like the abandoned huts. It it just it sucks that you get motion sick because of the waves in the game. Because yeah, you I hundred percent see you just like okay, I get my own longship. I'm I'm gone. Fuck you guys. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but I can't. Like I like I will hundred percent hop on a boat with you. Mm -hmm. But you got to steer the boat because I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. Like that that's the unfortunate thing. Is like. I, I'm not gonna be able to be like, okay, you you go west, I'll go east, because I'm gonna get ten feet east and be like, okay, I'll be back in a minute. I gotta go barf. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I get that. I get that. 100 get that. Opposite of fun. <laughs> no, I, I get it. It's like it, it's. I understand where you're coming from on that because it's like um, I know a lot of, here. I don't like driving. I don't like driving at all. I don't like driving in video games. I don't like driving in real life. I drive because I have to. So I'm very utilitarian. I get to where I'm going. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of car people and a lot of like, ah, I go for pleasure drives. Perry, uh, my wife, she goes on pleasure drives. She likes to drive for pleasure. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I, I get it if I'm the passenger. Like I, I can absolutely enjoy going on a long drive if I'm the passenger. Because but, I like I, I like being the navigator. I don't want to be the one that's active, actively driving. But it's like, like I, I I get the I get where you're coming from, and it's just like it's not fun for you to go out and uh, adventure when you're just gonna be seasick when you're gonna be motion yeah. sick after five yeah, seconds. Like it's like that. I don't like going out and driving. So why would I enjoy going out and driving? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's like I'm. It's yeah. I mean, we've gotten so far off where kevin was like i think we've completely sort of lost the lead there on that no that's fine i mean one of the games that i'm looking forward to i did find it was um mm -hmm. nightingale it's like an upcoming game where you can it's like um survival game and it's supposed mm -hmm. to have more story elements and it looks like it kind of has a steampunky type of look to it some technology oh, goody some, Goggles and top hats. And bowler hats and Victorian dresses for women. And yeah, it's going to have guns. It's going to have like axes. You can look like you can craft and build things. So that looks like a pretty interesting game. I mean, I, I like I like games like this where it lets you play some. It has those three archetypes, like you mentioned, like you can play the mm -hmm. game how you want to play it. This one might be a little bit more driven by story. It sounds like what they're going for, but um, yeah, pretty pretty interested in games like that in the future. More more games like that, and more competition in that space to make better games. Well, I mean, that's kind of survival genre has seen a bit of a renaissance <clears throat> in the last couple of years. So we've had a lot of really big name survival games. You know, we've had Icarus pop up. We've had uh, it, it all kind of started with, yeah. you know, well, it all kind of started with, you know, uh, Rust and some of those other games from that first generation. <clears throat> uh, popping up Rust, Daisy, that kind of thing popping up and, you know, sort of 
centralizing the survival genre as one of the next big genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had like Icarus, Valheim, Rust, Minecraft, of course, being the granddaddy of them all kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's from a Canadian studio, apparently. Interesting. <clears throat> but it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just kind of got, I, I, I got interested in it just from playing Valheim, you know, about almost two years ago now. Just, oh, okay. I, yeah, I Nightingale. I that was one of the ones that I thought looked really cool when um, it was one of the ones that was announced during the Game Awards, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay, that was one of the ones that I, I, I was like, ooh, that looks really cool. Not the one that I'm still trying to remember the name of, but it, this one was on my keep an eye on list, too. I thought it looked really interesting. Yeah, I think it would probably be more up your alley because of the story stuff. Yeah. Um, more of an Nothing objective. else well, that... is an objective. I, well, I also, I also enjoy a, a good like universe with a story behind it. Right. So. Okay, Kevin, you might remember because you watched the Game Awards. One of the games that was announced. Okay. Uh It looked like it was set in like. Like medieval ish Scotland and you were hunting ghosts. Lords of the Fallen. No, I'm just. No. Ghost hunting game. Is it like um we're is it like a sword game? Like you're uh, hunting them with sword I, and shield and stuff? No, that no. looks like um Banshees? Banishers? Ghosts of New Eden? That's it. That's it. That's okay. it. Banishers. That was the one that I was trying to remember that I was like, oh that looks really cool. What kind of a game is this? Cutscene with story. And then it's like, um, kind of like a God of War type of game, or? I'm not sure. It just, it, it, it caught my eye and I was like, oh, okay, that's another one that I want to know more about. Yeah. Kind of has an Icarus type of aesthetic, like with log cabins and third person. The guy's got like a gun and a sword. And a kilt. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Sign like me up for a man in a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about yourself? What did you like this year and what are you looking forward to? I thought you were going to ask if you wanted to be signed up for a man in a kilt. <laughs> yeah. Would you wear a kilt for now? For death, no. For Chris? For my own sake, sure. <coughs> have you seen those cool utility kilts that they have? Oh, God help me. Right. Uh, we have a large Scottish population in Houston for the okay. petrochem industry. Oh, really? Yes, there's a very large Scot- there's actually a fairly large Scottish diaspora in uh Houston uh because of the petrochem industry. Yeah. Um so I, I, I've, I've lived around Scots for quite a bit of my life. I didn't live in the areas they did, but I always went to school with Scottish kids and um, worked with a lot of Scottish kids and 
I did customer service for a lot of Scottish people. I will tell you, the kilt thing is just the most confusing thing to them, in my experience. What? <laughs> they don't wear them. No, it's like it's, it's it's an Americanized thing for the most part. Well, no, it's 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 also more of a Highlanders thing. It's not all of Scotland. It's specifically the Highlands. I feel I feel like we need to have this discussion when we have the Scott back on. That uh, I think that might be a, a a a adequate conversation to have with him on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I always. Ugh. The kilt thing is always just the sweatiest people I know wore kilts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I in the last year, I think the most fun and also most not fun I've had was um, playing Dota with LB. <laughs> I have logged into some rages and gone, ooh, what the fuck is happening? Um, I, I would say it's probably the most I'd say it's probably the most fun I've had, but again, also the most not fun I've had in the last year. Fair. Um I think Albie and I started playing only around the summertime, maybe. I want to say it was like late summer. Early late summer. Um, besides that, it's just the kind of normal stuff, you know, uh, it's just playing games with the group, uh, things like that. Um, getting back into some of the other games that I haven't played recently. Um, you know, I've had quite a bit of enjoyment in just finding some of these finding smaller games and starting to play them. I played so much Hades this year. I played so much hard space Shipbreaker. Uh, things like that. I've just I've had a lot of fun just kind of exploring and sort of finding things that seem interesting to me. Um, just just kind of experimenting and going out of my normal range. Um, there was nothing that really, really stood out this year, like nothing like crazy big that I did. Um, looking forward to. Um, looking forward to trying to get, well, Baldur's Gate 3, yes, um, but I'd like to try to get, um, start doing some more of the, the board game stuff again with the group, uh, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I'd like to try playing Among Us with the group again, now that it's got some, the other game modes and stuff. No, the hide and seek looks really fun. I want to try the, I want to play a game of Betrayal again. I think we're due Wait, for which a game. Was betrayal. Betrayal was one of the board games we played in Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, which one? I don't remember. Uh, that's the one where haunted you're exploring house. a haunted house and you <gasps> lay out tiles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. They've got I a like third. That one. that one was fun. They have a third edition out now that streamlines the game a little bit more and makes it less. Uh, there's a lot less rules is how wait how does this rule work here how wait does the how does the movement work when you're the traitor do uh-huh what huh i've got it, this card and it says da 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 and you talk about it for 10 minutes before you figure out what you try to figure out it. exactly how the card works in the game yeah, yeah there's 
they've streamlined it and they've not simplified the rules, but they've made the rules a bit clearer with the third edition. So I would like to try to get one of those going at some point. Um, and uh, give that a crack. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really that's uh, having some more opportunity to sit down and play some more games with uh, the group, I think, is definitely um, pretty high on my list. Nice. For what I would like to do uh, in the coming year. Very, very uh, saccharine sort of uh, answer there. Anodyne, but you know. It, it's the honest truth. What about um, yeah. <clears throat> games next year? Did you see anything? Or what are you looking forward to playing? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. Um, eh, I mean, there's... I kind, sound. <laughs> eh, I've kind of... I mean, I'm looking forward to Hades, too, because I enjoy everything Supergiant does generally um and armored core six that's oh pardon me those are the big ones that i'm kind of looking forward to um yeah out of out of everything that i've seen like those two probably are the two that um if you put a gun to my head it's what i would say would be Hades 2 and Armored Core 6. Did they um, show gameplay of Armored Core 6 or no? Uh, it's just a trailer. Okay. The Fires of Rubicon trailer is all we got. <clears throat> but I don't care. Um, it is from Soft. Uh, from I have not had From really screw me over on a game release uh, in the past. And the Armored Core Armored Core sort of really set a bar and defined a genre of games that is not very well represented these days. <clears throat> um, the only other thing I could possibly think of that might look even slightly interesting is probably um, Space Marine 2. Uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Space Marine 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yes. That's exactly the one. The Electric Boogaloo one. Yes. Exactly correct. Um, I loved the first Space Marine. The first Space Marine was great. Um, I had a lot of fun playing the game. Um, can't go wrong with the thought of that coming up soon. Uh, I was... It was probably one of the at the time and still to this day, it's still probably one of the best Warhammer games out there. Um, they've done a lot of really good work with a lot of really good games recently. Uh, and I can't wait to see them continue and carry that on into Space Marine, too. So, yeah, those three probably the only three that I would say I'm looking forward to. Like the big thing I'd be looking forward to in 2022, 2023. So more or less specific games. What about like genre? Like, will you play more survival games? Um, I will play. I will play more survival games because that's what you uh, you like to play. And LB enjoy seems to enjoy playing as well. 
Okay. I will I, play more I, shooters because that seems to be what Neth enjoys to play. I will try to play more MMOs and board games because that's what Chris likes to play. I do want to play. You and I, you and I have that in common. It's like we just want to play with the people that we like. Like we'll try it. Like <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'll give it a shot if it means I get to play with my friends. Like I would rather give and it if I want, and if I want to go play video games by myself, I'm just gonna go play video games by myself. I don't give a shit. Yeah. There's like days that I don't show up online, and that's probably because I'm just I'm playing Dyson Sphere Project or I'm playing Rogue Legacy by myself. I don't need anybody's approval to go play a video game. Oh, exactly. Um, we're we're very much like alike in that in that regard. Yep. So it's like I I don't I I don't have any sort of like huge asks. I would like to play more games with my friends. I would like to go play more. Uh, one of these days, I would like to go play some more tabletop stuff. But that's about it. Unrelated, someone math for me for a second. Go ahead. Four hours from 10.30. Four hours from 10.30 is twelve as 2.30. Thank you. It, it's the, 14.30. The okay. one thing that I wanted to get into next year is to have us do a playthrough of um, uh, that one where the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is grounded. Grounded. That's yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah, I kept looking at it. I I played it. LB said he got bored and fell asleep, but he's also playing at like ten thirty at night. So I it has a cool tech system. It has a story. Like you're playing towards an objective. It's I know Spawn has played it with some of his friends because I I know it's installed yeah. on the computer. So I, I think maybe it's getting a bad rap as being like a kids game because it's like you're you know a teenager and has kind of a weird aesthetic kind of a cartoony aesthetic but i think it's pretty fun and it's like there's armor and weapons and pretty cool so i think we would enjoy that playing together be willing to give it a shot you know me i'm uh, i'm willing to give things a crack <clears throat> so but yeah i mean i mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to fun survival games and kind of this convergence of diff- different play styles in a single game, you know, and you kind of get to do what you want to do and it's not, and it's a little bit more open-ended than something like an MMO um, mm-hmm. where you can just spend all day crafting if you want. There's no, you know, there's no, uh, no one's slamming down your door telling you to run Mythic Dungeon so that you get gear for the next raid. You know, it's just, <laughs> more chill and because like yeah because like maybe it's just where i am in my life right now but it's like i don't need heavy competition every time i play a game I can, I'm, a lot of the times i just want to chill you don't want to get sweaty no i'm not super competitive all the time it's you know sometimes it's just I get I you, get to you. Relax. just get in there and just have sort of like a relaxing chilled out game yeah like you know, if like the other day, I just like chopped down trees for like probably two hours in a row. And um, that was what I needed at the time. Videos frozen. You know the videos frozen. It's not for me. It's for me. I it was for a second. I uh, there it is. Online. 
It's all good. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of really interesting things coming up in the next uh, next 12 to 13 months. I am really excited to get the entire group back together again and get some video games in and get some stuff going. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait for more. I can't really wait for the live release of Baldur's Gate because I would like to sit down and play that with Chris again yeah. and get some folks in and play some Baldur's Gate. Um, I am just very excited about seeing what comes in the next year that gives me an opportunity to spend some time with my people. Yep. Go. Long story short. 100%. Well, it sounds like I'm starting to lose uh, lose my co-hosts, so I think... No, no, I'm just... I, my, my pain, my pain I, medication well, is wearing off. That's why I was I know, Neff, that's I was I was being polite. I was being polite and trying to just kind of <laughs> gracefully exit that, from that. I'm sorry. When can I drugs again? Uh, 30 minutes, according to Gav's math. Four hours from 10.30 would be 2.30, yes. So 30 minutes. I'm just trying not to sound like I'm in pain while I'm talking. So and that's, fine. that's why that's why I'm that's getting fine. quiet we're, every now and then. We're here to have fun. And if the <laughs> podcast is not fun at the moment, we can go ahead and end the show for the day. No, I still need to kill another hour. <laughs> no, Nath, you're gonna have to kill your hour by yourself. Um, I no. knew that today's show was not gonna be a super long one. Um yeah. Because I just wanted to kind of get in and have some fun and just have a little bit of a conversation. I feel like we've kind of accomplished that at the moment. Um, so I think what we're going to go ahead and do is I'm going to ask if anybody's got any final thoughts. I have, I, a remember... question for L- I have a question for LB. Did we pass the no lists challenge? He's going to be like, barely. Um, but yeah. Um... Tell me what he says because I can't see Twitch. I know. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Um, so, did anybody have any final thoughts or a little bit of a wrap-up for the year? Because, this, as I said again, this is the third time I'm going to mention it. This is the last show we'll be doing in 2022. We will not be recording a New Year's show. Um, we may do a show early in January, uh, start the year off again, but I don't know. We're going to see how that goes. My, my final thoughts are I'm really upset that we didn't get Zuckerberg's metaverse that was really looking forward to that and highly i mean they had they're working on legs kevin you got to give them some chance okay let them finish legs okay In in all seriousness i would be totally down for a metaverse game i think it would be well not a metaverse game but just the metaverse in general hard fucking pass i think it's the hard I think it's fucking the evolution pass. i think it's the next thing <gasps> Going to text-based websites is going to be a thing of the past soon. We're going to be metaversing it up. Hard pass. Such a hard fucking pass for me. That was a big Aggressively hard pass. (laughs) What about you? Oh my god. (laughs) My new final thought is that you're on some kind of crack. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Sizes. Facebook. God. We're secretly sponsored no, by Meta, by the way. No, we are not. We no. are not sponsored <laughs> no. at any way. Nope. We are not sponsored by Meta. Nope. We are not sponsored by any group. If you nope. want to sponsor us, reach out. But we're not sponsored by anybody. It's called a joke. I mean, if you want to sponsor us, reach out, unless you're like Meta. 
In which case, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> Hard fucking pass. Soulless robot overlord? God. A human being? Um, what about you guys? Yeah, Neth, did you have any wrap-up for the year or a final thought or anything? Mm, no. Okay. Um, my final thought for the I show... That's fine. You're, you're okay. I understand. Um, my final thought for the show is there's a lot of really cool things upcoming, and there's a lot of really cool things that are already here. So enjoy them and have fun with them. My wrap-up final thought for the year. Um, just remember to have fun. Don't take it so fucking seriously. You're here. You you got you got a you got a finite amount of time on this earth. Use it the way you want to use it, and enjoy the time that you're using it in. Okay? Unless we discover immortality before your finite amount of time is up, in which case you um, might have an infinite amount of time. If we discover if we discover immortality, I am very terrified for the future of the human race. <laughs> a lot of ethical quandaries, and also the human brain is not designed to hold uh, an infinite amount of information. Mm, I uh huh. I think it's a good point. Like maybe something that you're looking forward to next year is already out, and like it's okay to go back and play old games and do things that you missed and just just enjoy the time that you're using that's the most important thing enjoy the time you're using do it doing what you want to do because nobody else can tell you what you do you do you boo boo you do you All right, that is going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to them for the year of 2022. Uh, to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at Swing Cat. That's with K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, have at Am I Witty yet? Neth is at Nethwinch. Send emails to feedback at coast to coast eu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show on twitch.tv slash ctceu. <clears throat> for links to today's show and for our Discord, you can visit the website at coast to coast eu.com. Shoot us review however it is that you get podcasts or audio format babbling delivered to you. <laughs> um, say, uh, uh, say Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, folks. <laughs>